Hey, this is our final installment of Up and Down, and it's going to be for the entire National League. Uh, we didn't quite spend as much time on each division because we were trying to wrap things up, or I was trying to wrap things up uh, quicker um, because we were running long. So I'm going to bring you all three divisions in, in the NL. It's about an hour, so it's about double the length of each of the other three AL uh, podcasts. But um, we go into some pretty good detail, and we... Um, Touch on a lot of things, so enjoy. All right. Um, okay, let's go to the National League. I know we, we wanted to talk about the, the Nationals. They got Hudson. I'm, I'm seeing Hudson up, Rainey down, because Rainey's going ahead of Hudson lately in my drafts. I know it wasn't always the case, but Hudson's fallen really far. Hudson had a 6 ERA last year, but he didn't really deserve that. He pitched better than the 6 ERA, but they still stuck with him the whole way. They didn't waver. They, they love Hudson. They paid him. And he was their guy all year, despite being not good. And they never, and I never heard anything about them changing rules. Rainey, phenomenal, also hurt. So, younger guy, Hudson's a guy that got them the World Series, and they never wavered from him last year. Like I don't get why people. And Rainey's going ahead of Hudson still because because you think that he'd eventually get that role. I don't know, but I think that. Rainey's getting overvalued. Hudson's getting undervalued. There, as for as for what you were talking about, what they're gonna what they're gonna do with their lineup, um, a guy that like, I think I think the Gar- Luis Garcia Starling Castro variance and where they're getting picked is way too narrow. I think Castro's going way too late, and just in Garcia, although when he's going in the four hundreds, he's going way too early. Um, Garcia's gonna start in the minor leagues, I think. Um, and Castro, just because he's sort of out of sight, out of mind, he's still going like what, like in like around 300. He's he's gonna hit probably at the top of that lineup, I would assume. He's, he just broke his wrist last year, like it's not like a lingering injury. Um, I believe he's still under contract there. Um, if I'm if I'm wrong, then I'm stupid. But um, I just see I see that as a big market inefficiency right here. And I see them; they got to sign a corner infielder. They got. I don't think they have anyone at third, anyone at first. Maybe they've re-signed Zimmerman, but I'm going to say they got it. I'm going to go say they signed C.J. Crone, um, and maybe maybe Michael Franco. At least one. At least one of these. Like, I can see them getting like it, either one of them would be an upgrade over um, Eric Thames. So they got to go out in the free agent market and get some get 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 some corner infielders for sure. Yeah. So the the Nationals. This is my team here now. I mean, obviously the Brewers are my team, but this is yeah. Nationals. I love the team for fantasy because I love Trey Turner. That's my guy. Yeah, I know you love him. You take him. Uh, how high would you take him? Third, second overall? Uh, I mean, I think he's in that conversation with number one, but I would probably take him number two overall. Yeah, after Acuna. Uh, after Acuna. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I mean, Soto's right there too. Soto's my number three. So. But the big thing with Soto is we got—he's got to get some lineup protection. I remember us talking in one of the podcasts in early, uh, early 2020, 2020 for the 2020 season. I remember us talking about like who we, you know, who's the most feared hitter, and Soto was in that in that conversation. But then I remember us also talking like, why wouldn't you just walk Soto every single time you face them? Is there nobody behind them? So I think it's very important to the Nationals to get some lineup protection with Soto. Otherwise, he's going to walk and then save him up. And obviously, that's not good for NFBC for for uh, fantasy. But yeah, yeah. Trey Turner is my guy. He's always been my guy. Uh, I just love, love, love the massive stolen base upside. Mm-hmm. He's going to score a ton of runs. Uh, his average is always going to be high. I knew his power was there. He, he showcased it a little bit more than I thought he would this year. Oh, yeah. But I always knew he was 20 to 25 home runs with, you know, 40 to, you know, 50 stolen bases. He sort of entered that point where, like, Altuve was, like, finally got that power going. And, like, right in the Altuve prime where he was, like, potentially a first first overall pick. And mm-hmm. um, I, I see I, – I, I, I was not in on Turner last year. Um, but now I'm like, yeah, he's legit. Like he's found that power. So now that he, now that he has that 25 home run power, I'm like, yeah, like that. I haven't taken him yet this year. Um, I don't know why, but um, 
just because. I'm not sure it's that deep. Yeah. That's not a main issue. I don't know why. Like, I still like like out, out, getting an outfielder that early. Like I've been I've been going bats. I've really been going bats Acuna. I've been getting a lot of bats, and then even taking like Colin Bieber in that middle mid area over Turner, yeah. um, just because pitching is kind of mess. Pitching's tough though. So oh, the the two three turn is terrible for pitching. Terrible. Two three two. Unless unless like I like I know you like Luis Castillo. I like him too. Uh, but a lot of times he doesn't slip there. So yeah, I know I've got I've, I've taken Castillo at the turn. There's who else do I like around there? There's um, but a lot of times he doesn't make it to that turn. That's the problem. Oh so, no, like, if you're the number one pick, like who are you gonna? If you go, let's say you go Acuna. Well, who's gonna be there at the two three turn for pitchers? And sometimes Luis Castillo doesn't make it there. And that's like... That, uh, Bueller never does. I don't even know if I want Bueller. I don't, no. Uh, Bueller's gone. Flaherty sometimes goes before that. Like, do you have to push it's up 50, right? It's 50-50 on Flaherty, um, whether or not he makes it there or not. Like, do you take Woodruff there? No. No. I don't so want that's that. the thing. Like, if you'd have to push up a Woodruff or a Gallon. Yeah, or I like Gallon more than Woodruff. Yeah, so you'd have to push up those... you have to push up Gallon to the 2-3 turn. So yeah, I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> I've done it before. I've, I've I've tried that. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, because you're not gonna get them at the three far. Uh, what is it, the four or five turn? So yeah, no way. You're not getting. No chance you're getting in there. You're not getting any of those guys there. Like, who, what are the other pitchers we're missing there? Like, um, I don't want Scherzer. Um, Captain Maeda. Don't want him there. I think you're paying for. Yeah, the you have to, you have to push up all those guys because there's so many guys, so many pitchers go. After you, after you select number one, so many pitchers go until yeah. third. You're right. It's a, like that spot is a really bad spot for pitchers. It's terrible. So like, terrible. Let, let me ask you if, you, if you had to pick like, let's say you had, you had pick five and you got, and you got Trey Turner, are you taking, are you, are you good with Luis Castillo? Like in, yeah. in the late second round? Yeah. I love, I love Luis Castillo. I was big on him last year. I, I, how, all these guys I was big on last year, like Luis Castillo, like. He was everyone's still everyone's like even higher on him even though he didn't have a great year last year. Like, um, I'm still on him. I'm still in on him. Like, wh- how would you rank your pitchers? Yeah, Luis Castillo is. I'm probably a little bit higher than most people on him, uh, but I just love the the high strikeouts and the high ground balls. Like that's my that's my bread and butter for pitchers. Yeah, he, well, he, he, he picks in a shitty park. So many guys. Picks it, pitches in a shitty park, but that doesn't really that doesn't stop a lot of the guys from doing well. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Sonny Gray a lot there. So I like Sonny Gray a lot this year too. Yeah, I, yeah, I've taken Sonny Gray a couple times as my number two. So my pitchers yeah, probably go. My ranking will go. I like Cole first, then Bieber as my number two. Mm-hmm. My number three is Bauer. My number four would be Degrom. My number five would be Nola. Nola, he never lasts. He's the guy that I was thinking of. He never lasts. Nola Giolito would no, be. Those guys are long gone. Uh, you had me until Nola. I definitely like Nola, but uh, I would take Giolito before Nola. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> me, I don't know. That's tough. I, 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 that's tough. I, right now, right now, I still say Nola over Giolito, um, and then, um, then probably Castillo. After that. And then Flaherty, and I know I've, I know I've, I, I know that Darvish is still there. I wouldn't take him that early. Um, yeah, I, 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 lo- I loved Darvish going into twenty twenty with a short season, but I, I worry a little bit about the. Uh, he's old. Whole season, I just, I think that, I, I think he'll get hurt at some point. He's, I think so too. That's kind of what he's shown, and he's, and he's older now, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. He, yeah. was, he was fantastic in 2020. That yeah. was all over him. I remember yeah. I put a poll on Twitter. It was, who would you select first, Darvish or Patrick Corbin? I'm pretty sure the majority said Corbin last night. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I don't know. What, I probably would have said Corbin last year, if I have to be honest, because I was yeah. just so out of Darvish. Not that I was high on Corbin. Just that I, I don't really like Corbin. Corbin's obviously awful now. Um I'm just a, I'm a big believer in the, how uh, pickers finish the last two months of the season in a normal season, like after yeah. the All Star break. I'm a big believer in that. 
Yeah, and Bueller's a guy I forgot to mention in that list. I, I don't know. I'm just sort of going off the fly. Like, it's, this is obviously not, like, if I don't hold me to the, the players that I've ranked, but Bueller, like, I think you got the tier of the first four guys I said, and then you got another tier of, like, Nola, Giolito, uh, Castillo, Flaherty, Bueller. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess you got to put Darvish there some, at some point. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to jump off the bridge at some point and take Darvish. Um, mm-hmm. And then, have I missed anyone else there? And Gale, G- Gallon. I, I'd probably, um, I probably prefer Gallon to Darvish. Personally, but I know, yeah, so I, know I know, I know, I know that. Never to get any shares of Darvish, man, because Darvish goes way sooner. Yeah, no, I, it's it's irrelevant because I'll never have to make that choice. You'll never, yeah. you're, you're never going to be choosing between Gallon and Darvish because Gar- Darvish is the long gone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been a huge Bueller fan. He was my number three going into the, the regular 2020 season. Bueller? Yeah. Where do you have him ranked this year? Uh, well, I haven't really done my rankings yet, but. So you said you were. Willing- I still love him. I still, I still think the talent is, is there. Like his walks are low, his K's are high. Like this is all the stuff that I, like, that's what I love. You know what I mean? And. Yeah, if I the team is phenomenal. His pitches part, like his fastball is terrific. Like there's everything you want in a pitcher, right? Right, but kind of paper. Just, I don't understand why he starts the season so slow. Like, does he just take the entire offseason off and not do anything? <laughs> don't know. I think I think if I had to put pen to paper now and make a list, I'd probably have Bueller over Flaherty. Yeah, that makes sense. And he'd go before Flaherty. Yeah, but I think I'd have them both after Castillo. And yeah, I mean, Bueller definitely goes before Castillo. I mean, I, I think Flaherty I'd usually goes after Castillo. Flaherty's normally going in the third. Yeah, I've taken Flaherty in the second, but um, that was after Castillo was gone. Um, yeah, yeah. I would take I take Castillo over Giolito. Yeah, that's close for me because I love both those guys. <laughs> it's actually it's actually really close for me between Castillo and Nola, and um, actually somebody yeah it was Phil DeSilva that mentioned that Nola has actually had PRP so he's never he's actually not as injury free as you might think so that actually swayed my opinion a little bit so um, Castillo might be my number five. Yeah, I think this I mean. I haven't looked it up, but I, I would imagine Castillo misses grass better than Nola does, but maybe not. Um, they both have kind of walk issues, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's basically a toss-up for me with Castillo and, Castillo and Nola. Anyways, we've digressed on this a bit. Um, yeah. Braves, I don't know, maybe we'll get through the rest of this East Division. Braves, um, Martin, I think, is up, and, and Will Smith is down for me. Um, sure, depending on where they're going, am I going to target them? For hitters, I don't have anyone down for hitters just because they're so good there. Um, I, I think they do bring back Marcelo Zuna. And um, a guy that I think should be might trend up is Austin Riley. Um, just because, just from experience doing these drafts, a lot of drafts this early, in the mid-250s, like he's sort of like the last he's sort of like the, the, the last little remaining piece of that tier that sort of just gets left over that people aren't drafting in, uh, in that corner infield uh, market. Like I think Candelario even goes before him. And he's like that last guy, assuming that he's full-time playing time, that's sort of just sitting around, like, pick 250 that is still there, that you're, like, after him, it sort of just drops off to guys you're not even confident at all about. I know he has the batting average risk, but... Um, yeah, he's, he's like how we're talking about with Sano. Like, he's the kind of guy where you solidify batting average, you solidify stolen bases, here's where your power comes in, here's where you get that big power boost, late in drafts, right? That's why I love Trey Turner so much because you get so many stolen bases, you get all you get that category out of the way. But yeah, okay, so he's not 40, 20, he's not 40 home runs, 20 steals. He's 20 home runs, 40 steals. Well, here's your power boost. There's not a guy down in this range that's stealing that many bases and still contributing in other categories. Right. Yeah, and there's not contributing in RBIs and runs like Riley is. Yeah. No, that's yep. for sure. Uh, Marlins, Marlins. Um, I know they have Yimmy Garcia. Um, he had a great season. And they got rid of Kinsler. Um, but I'm going to go with Jorge Guzman as my guy up. And I guess, obviously, Garcia is a little bit down. Um, Guzman is terrible um, for walks. 
Um, and he was terrible last year in his brief little stint, but I think he's, he throws over 100 miles an hour. This is like a dart. This is my, I know he's going super late, but if I had to choose someone to trend up, you're, you're just laughing at my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he trends up where he, but he's terrible with walks. That's like an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, like a dart, like, um, I never, I will never use the word dart throw, but I, I will say like as someone that you want to take a calculated risk on and like pick 700. Yeah. Um, if he can put it together, he throws really hard. He's got the he's got the raw talent, whatever. But my prediction here um, is um, I'm going to say Marlins go for it. I think that division, uh, Phillies are not going to be good. The Braves are going to be good. Washington and Mets are like iffy, depending on what moves they make and how their health is. Like Marlin, if it's an eight-team playoff again, I'm going to say the Marlins make a trade for Josh Hader. I think you would fit great there. You'd fit in a lot of other places. Yeah, who are the Brewers getting back? Okay, who are the Brewers going to get back? I don't know. I didn't think of. I didn't think that far. So who? Uh, well, I'm a Brewers fan. So I know. I know you. I know you're okay. So who are the who are the Brewers getting back for Hater from the Marlins? Um, they will get back. Um, maybe JJ Blade or uh, Peyton Burdick. One of those two. They, the, one of those two guys will be in the package. Take your pick. Who do you want? Well, I don't. I don't think they'll make that trade because I think the Brewers are still in contention mode. So yeah. that's just. I mean, they could. Be. They no. I they, hope they, could. they don't make that trade. Basically, they make that trade. Why would you? Just, why would they mean? Because Devin. Because, because Devin Williams. Because years. they make that trade, and Devin Williams is now a fourth rounder. Yeah, I know, and everybody loves Devin Williams. It's, I mean, so do I. He's great, but. He's good. No, I'm not, I'm not saying the Brewers are out of contention, but there's been talk about trading and they might just pull the trigger. And, yeah, and, but if you're going to trade him, then trade him for an ace pitcher. Okay, fair enough. A so. major league ready. Like. Okay, so trade him for um, Pablo Lopez. The Marlins have some pitching depth. They bring up Edward Cabrera. No. Trade him for, trade him for Edward. There you go. Edward Cabrera and Peyton Burdick for Josh Hader. All right. I don't think the Marlins. I don't honestly. Signing, if they do that, then they better be signing Bauer. Okay. Okay, maybe. I'm, I'd be happy for you if, it, if we could give me Lindor and Real Muto to Toronto and you can have Bauer. That's fine. We'll make that trade. Um, but I don't know. I, but I, I don't even think Mar- – I don't think the Marlins would even make that trade. I think that's a lot of talent to give away. Edward Cabrera. They might, Edward Cabrera and some peripheral pieces for Josh Hader. I think, um, man, like the Brewers, that's their potential ace of the future. Well, it would be funny if the Brewers traded a bunch of prospects to the Marlins for Yelich, and then the Brewers traded a bunch of prospects to the Marlins for, or the, then the Brewers traded Hater for a bunch of prospects. for a bunch of prospects. <laughs> yeah, that would be ironic. But they they have the trade history. I don't know. I mean, I, again, these trades are, are not really they're not expert opinion in any way. They're just things that I can sort of rational rationalize in one way or another. Um, yeah. Guy up, I'd say Alfaro. I think he's going to be their catcher. I think whatever was happening with him with COVID last year um, that he got from a strip club, I think he's he's over it now probably. He's, yeah. he's free to go to strip clubs because he's had COVID. He's immune, so he can go to strip clubs all he wants um, this offseason. I'm hoping he had enjoy. I hope he enjoys himself, and I'm hoping he's better next year. But um, I should start drafting him, actually. I haven't had any, any shares. But the guy I'm down on, I, I'm just going to go make a – uh, out of nowhere prediction that um, I'm down on Rojas, their shortstop. Actually, also Birdie, throw him in there because I think um, Jeter's going to go in and he's like he's going to I think he's going to make some moves to try and compete. Maybe they don't get Hater, but let's just say they uh, let's say they bo- get both Cesar Hernandez and Didi Gregorius to play the middle infield. They're both free agents. Sign them. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out where they're going to go. But I don't think so. I think I think Rojas is like the heart and soul of that team. I think uh, I think he's like what makes them click, basically. Uh, I don't know. Is, I didn't. I didn't. Is, is Gregorius that much better than Miguel Rojas? Probably not. Probably not. I, probably I, not. I, not I, 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 I actually like the real baseball aspect of things, which I rarely do. I'm just really hoping that Didi. Uh, this is just self. This is a completely self-serving. I don't want to depress myself. It's thinking that Didi, Didi Gregorius is going to go to the Cincinnati Reds and kill Jose Garcia. Even though Jose, even though Jose Garcia is probably going to start in the minor leagues, I don't. That's another thing. Remember, we're skipping ahead. I don't. Everyone's saying he's probably going to start in the minor leagues. I don't know where that's written in stone. But anyways, um, 
So I know maybe maybe that's maybe that's not going to happen. Washington, we looked at Washington Mets. I'm going to say down is Diaz. Like they're they've shown no way that they're comfortable with Diaz. Like there's it's almost like it's almost like you have a girlfriend and you keep cheating on her and she keeps coming back to you. Like they've, they've always, they've never been loyal to Diaz. Like they keep cheating on him. Like they've never been like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to put a ring on it and you're going to be my closer forever. I love you, babe. Like never is that ever happened. Um, like they're still like interested in Hendrix. Like they're still got a wandering eye. Um, I'm going to say they signed column A. I'm going to do a little flip a flopper there and say that uh, the White Sox get Hendrix and the wet and the Mets get uh, column A. And he's their closer. And up on Colome, down on Diaz, and I don't want any of that situation anyways. Um, and I'd be surprised that, I mean, maybe they add Colome as bullpen depth, but I don't think they would add Colome as the closer, per se. I don't see them adding him as that. If, if, if they're not adding him as the closer, I don't think they're adding him at all. I'm just trying to fit in the free agent somewhere. So, yeah. like, I don't, what do I know? I don't know where these guys are going, but I'm just, I'm just throwing potential situations, right? Yeah, I mean, they added Trevor May, so. True. They, they might pull It'd a. It'd be an interesting signing, that's for sure. They would throw fantasy baseball into a dizzy. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I just want to see that chaos because I don't have any shares of any of these guys. I think I, you know, I, think I have one column A. Um, and I, mean, I definitely have some Diaz. Diaz, yeah, you're hoping that doesn't happen then. Um, so, Dom Smith, I'm saying up. I think he's just a little bit undervalued because people are afraid of that DH situation. I think even if there is no DH, I think he's still going to play every day. He was their best hitter. Um, I know people are down on him because of some of the underlying metrics, but he was just really good. Um, guy I'm down on is actually D- J.D. Davis, even though he's good. Um, I just think the Mets are going to make moves. Um I'm just I'm just gonna throw I think the Mets are just like they're so optimistic right now with with Cohen as their as their owner and they think they're he's just gonna come in and save them and and get like Bauer and Springer and everyone I'm gonna say they're getting what what their what their constellation prize is I'm just gonna just gonna piss off Mets fans and just say that they're they're getting Colomazer closer and they're getting Yasiel Puig and then that's gonna that's gonna make J D Davis and they might get some other peripheral guy and that's gonna get J D Davis. Um, the heave hold it'll be like a utility type guy or or not even well just lose some playing time there because he's not he's not a, a great defender well I guess neither is, is Puig it's Puig's got a good arm um, but there you go I'm saying Puig to the Mets just ruin their chemistry I like it you like that I, I like Puig I've always been a fan of Puig I like Puig I like Puig too he's a, he's a fun guy he's like uh, he's he's fun to watch I mean the Mets need, the Mets need to liven up a little bit don't you think yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I, I forgot. I'm saying. I'm saying Cespedes to the Rangers too. Cespedes is coming back. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. Was, he, was, he, was on the Rangers before? No, I'm just saying he's coming back. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he was just afraid of the COVID for a while. He he was lost in New York. He was like Macaulay Culkin. He got, his, he got his check. Yeah, it was Home Alone 4, Lost in New York, starring, um, starring uh, Jonas Espinus. Um, <laughs> all right, um, Phillies. I'm saying they're going to trade Neris. I don't know who. I don't think he's going to go to a closer role, potentially, or for sure. And then Brogdon was pretty good, so I don't, want, I don't really want anything to do with that situation. I think I think that, that whole Philadelphia Phillies team, anything could happen there, so I don't want to touch any of that situation right now um, yeah. at all. Um, I think they they could be sellers. Um, Roman Quinn could 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 be my guy up, um, just for the stolen bases and where he's going, and he just could fall into an everyday role if he stays healthy. Guy down is Segura, unfortunately, because I have quite a bit of him already. But um, he's got he's got the position flexibility in fantasy. But um, one of the big pieces of his value is the plate appearances that he's projected to get. I'm saying he goes to. The Padres. I think there's a trade that happens between um, the Phillies and the Padres. Just, just a bold prediction. And he's going to play. He's going to play second base. And Jake Cronenworth value down. Yeah. yeah that, his value would go down. Cigar went there. Yeah. Does Cigar have a big contract? Why do you think they trade him? Just because I've heard they're gonna. I've heard there's rumors that they're trading him, and I think they're oh, they're, they're, yeah. they're a stretch for money. And I, I think Segura is one of the one of the guys I've heard that they're they might be shopping around. And if they need to, if they need to use the money somewhere, then 
he's a guy that um, or was he going to play? I think he was going to play shortstop for them. Um, they can move. They, they have um, a couple guys. Well, at least Kangaroo they can move to shortstop, and then um, I don't know how they. I don't know how they'd um, uh, work around the rest of that team, but they like I have here. I'm saying they sign. They could sign Jerickson Profar, cheaper option. They could sign him for what? I don't know what, what would his what would it cost to to get Profar there. Well, I mean, doesn't Profar play second? Yeah, they moved Kangaroo to shorts. Oh, you're saying okay, you're saying Kangaroo shorts that and then sign Profar second. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what kind of market he has or what kind of money he's demanding, but I'm saying that they could save. I think Phillies are looking. Sense. They're looking to save money, I believe. So I think that that could oh, be, yeah. Yeah. that could be a way for them to save money. And then get some prospects in return from um, from San Diego, who's loaded with some prospects. Who knows? Um, all right, we might as well finish this off. Cubs, um, Kimbrel up, Jeffries down. I don't know why Jeffries is getting drafted where he is. He's not on the team anymore. He's not like he doesn't have a closer role. Wherever he's going, there's no assure, assurance that he's going to be a closer. So um, I don't think I'd be getting either of them really. Like I know people are up on are are hyping up Kimbrel because of how he finished. Toby from Bad Foot Crazy was talking to me, and he was saying that he had like a 50% strikeout clip, uh, rolling average near the end of the, like on a 10 game rolling average at the end of the year, which was definitely an interesting stat. But um, I still yeah, he was ridiculous. His last 12 and two thirds was 26 strikeouts, uh, 1.42 ERA and a .87 WHIP. So that's very good. But I'm still yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm up, I'm up on Kimbrel, down on Jeffries, but I don't know if I'm gonna like Kimbrel's still going fairly early relative to other closers you can get. Like you can still get closers right now. Like in draft season, you can get closers pretty late. Um, like Stallmount is going in the 300s versus Kimbrel. Like Stallmount's going like over 100 picks after Kimbrel. Right. Um, so just relatively there. Um, Cubs, I think they might make a move. They might make moves. I know. Um, they're saying that there's no assurance that, that Kyle, uh, Chris Bryant is traded, but um, I think they can make some moves, um, and there's some openings there. David Bowie, great. Um, I know he doesn't hit for a good average, but that's um, doesn't mean that he couldn't. Uh, he, can play, he can play third, second. He hits the ball real hard. He's got some good peripherals. Um, he's obviously batting average risk, but where he's going, I like him there, with, for, especially for his position flexibility. And then... Um, a guy that I'm down on, I know he's not even on their team anymore, but is Schwarber. Um, I know people like are saying well, maybe, maybe he goes to Milwaukee. Right? I've heard that, but um, just the, I, I, you don't know what's going to happen with this market. Like it's just weird things are happening in baseball with like yeah. people getting released, and it's, it's just not the market for like that profile anymore. Um, like just that, like I don't know. Like I, I literally don't know. Like, um, he's a good player. Um, I think he got unlucky last year to an extent. Um, but still, I don't know. Like, it, like is his market, like, what, what Mel Rojas Jr., I think, signed for $5 million in, in Japan. Could Kyle Schroeder get $5 million in Japan? Could he get... Good Could he not get five million dollars from a major league? He's probably not getting a five million. He's probably not getting. Okay, there you go. I'm just thought of this now. I don't think Kyle Schwarber is going to get a five million dollar contract from them from an MLB from an MLB team. Well, no. it, it'd be nice if there was some direction from MLB as to if there's going to be a DH in the MLB or not. I mean, that's a huge deal for him. For sure. He's a he's a DH. That's what he is. Like, I, I mean, we'll see. See what he actually uh, where he signs or what goes on. But his best fit is a DH, in my opinion. I think an American League team who's guaranteed the DH should be willing to take a shot on it. I like to see the Yankees. I know there's they got a lot of parts there already, but a short portion, right? Stanton. Yeah, Stanton. What what are the are the Yankees as sure as I am that Stanton's going to get injured and they're going to sign Schwarber? Throw one of them in the outfield. Doesn't matter who. What about the Angels? Who's their DH? Pujols. Yeah. Man. Maybe he fits there. Like there's only there's only so many. He's not going anywhere though. What about the Astros? Uh, what do they have? Well, I mean, you got Jordan Alvarez there, so. Oh yeah, that's right. So that doesn't work. Twins. 
they, they don't want to spend money. They're not going to, they're not, they're not going to, they'd rather, they'll bring back someone cheaper than that, than him. Yeah. Um, definitely not the yeah. Orioles. The, the Rays aren't, the Rays aren't getting him. No, no way. No. The Yankees don't really have room. The Red Sox don't really want to spend. And, uh, and well, and the Red Sox apparently want J.D. Martinez as a utility. Yeah. I mean, or is there, well, yeah, yeah the, the, the Red Sox play. The Red Sox play fantasy baseball. They're like, uh, what's what's their GM? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm J.D. Martinez is our utility player. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, fuck yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Where are we? Um, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see what happens with him. But uh, he's too good of a bat. I mean, as much as I hate the Cubs, he's too good of a bat to just be sitting on the open market. There's gotta be a there's gotta be a fit for him somewhere. I think I, I I do I do agree with you, but there's just those there's just a risk of him trouble finding the job. Maybe maybe he doesn't find a job right away. Maybe he sits out for a month just because the market is well, what it is, and or maybe he finds a job where he's not like um, playing every day. I mean that, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the MLB needs to come up with a decision for the DH for the NL. I mean if they give the okay for the DH Universal DH, then Okay, like you said, what if he goes? To, what if he goes to the New York Yankees? Let's say that say he goes there because I think of all the teams, like that could be. He hits forty home runs. But does he play every day? If he plays every day, he hits 40, 40 home runs. Sure, if he plays every day. But yeah, he should. They got enough players to get injured on his team. On the other team, him and staying in the outfield in one of the corner spots. Well, who's who's in the outfield? They, they got well. They're saying Hicks is Hicks. Could, Take or leave Hicks. They got Clint Frazier. They got Aaron Judge. And then who's their center fielder? Yeah, Hicks right now. Okay, so maybe there is a fit there. Maybe, maybe... Well, who's going to play center out of all of those outfielders? <laughs> that's, a, that's an awful situation then. Yeah. See, I don't know. Clint Frazier? I don't know. Like, no. Trade Frazier. Sign Schwarber and Springer. There you go. <laughs> I... I guess. I, I, Hicks, I, Hicks and Frazier go for in the trade or something. I'm just looking. Like, even, like, in the National League, even if they do have the DH, where does he go? Like, Cincinnati, I don't think, really has room. Yeah, I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. So, St. Louis, I'm going to say Hicks is up. Gallegos is down just because of their value where they're getting drafted. I'd rather have Hicks where he's getting where he's going than Gallegos where he's going. But I really don't want to have any. I don't. I'm not confident enough in that situation to really be drafting those guys where they are. Yeah. Um, and then for hitters, I'm saying up Carlson. Um, I think he like. I'm. I'm assuming he just. If there is a spring training, I think he just gets more hype going into draft season. I think. I think you're going to see him. I think you're going to see him going in the before pick 100. I think just because when 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 it comes time to the main event, I think people are just going to. They're just going to. He's one of those guys who's just going to move up in the main event. Um, I, I'm not yeah, sure. he was already playing every day in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I think I think he, where is he going? Like 120, 130-ish? Like, I think he's a guy like he's a guy that you're going to miss out on um, if you don't get him now at that price. And then a guy yeah. down, Goldsmith. I think he's like sort of like on the decline. And like I was saying before, that, that first base clump, I think there's like – I think when you're drafting there, they're like, okay, well, there's Rizzo, Goldsmith, Dom Smith, Baum, all those guys. Like, oh, I'll wait. And whatever one falls to me later, I'll take. Um, so yeah. I think there's just a clump there that's going to move those guys down, and I think he might trend down like that. Not a, like it's not a, an indictment on anything that he's doing. I just he's getting older, he's not stealing, and um, yeah, whatever, right? So yeah, and his, and his power isn't really no, it is not elite anymore. Right, six home runs and. 230 PAs, like that's not very good. Yeah, I think it's still a baseman. Yeah, he's getting drafted more on a hope and a prayer that he's going to return to where he was when he's like whatever he he's like our age, right? Or not, or not even, but he's still he's up on like 34. I don't know what he is. Yeah, he's 30, 33. I don't know. I forget. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, like his average is up, but his power is down. And it's super super small. His average is down, his power is up. So it's like yeah. Yeah, I'm not There's sure. no way you're getting both anymore. I don't, I don't think they'll have any. I don't. I don't think they'll have any Goldschmidt this year. Just not interested. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind taking him to on my team, but it's it's tough to predict what he's going to do. Like, is he going to be the power with low average, or is he going to be the high average with low power? 
I think one that we can definitely agree on is the stolen bases are gone now. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. One steal on one attempt in 58 games. 100%, baby. Um, Cincy, I love both these guys, but I think for their for their price, I think I, I like to get both of them. And we were talking about them before as um, Garrett and Sims. I think Garrett has my like. I just I still see Sims maybe as a starter, man. Like I don't know. Like I know they're saying that he, like, I know what they're saying, but I like both of them. I think you can grab both of them, but I think the value is a little bit nicer on Garrett, uh, unless they're going really really close together. But I think you can get Garrett later. Um, but I do. I, that is a, that is a situation that I'd, I'd, I'd like to target. Get both of them a bit later. It, it's worth it. I think I, I'm doing a draft right now. It's it's a fan tracks draft and hope. Like I said, I got I took both of them. I think I got Sims around 250, and I took Garrett maybe like 325 ish. So um, and they were my like that's my I like I think I have them and um, I don't even know. I think I I'll tell you who my I'll tell you who my closers are in that league. Um, you can, I've, um, I have Lucas Sims, I have, um, Amir Garrett, I have Richard Rodriguez too, we'll talk about, he's making my closer one, and then I got, I took Archie Bradley, Brian Garcia, Amir Garrett, I got Daniel Hudson at pick 409, um, again, not an FBC, right, so you're seeing these guys, I got Brian Garcia at 499, so pick 500, so, yeah, it's a little bit softer of a league there, obviously, but um, that's a, that's the type of that's the type of closers I'm looking to get. Like I'm not my my first closer was Rodriguez, Richard Rodriguez. I picked two twenty two, and then I started going down the Sims and, and Amir Garrett, and I got then I, then I'm taking Bradley at four sixty two, Brian Garcia at four ninety nine, oh Amir Garrett I got three seventy nine, and Hudson at four oh nine. So yeah, I was just like that, that that my strategy there was just to not pay for closers at the beginning and then I did have to sacrifice some of my like I guess later end hitting to get a lot of different closers but I'm pretty pretty I'm pretty I'm feeling pretty good about the closers I did take there just because of the, the quantity that I have there but um moving to Pittsburgh Richie Rodriguez I, I like him there I think he, he did well I don't think there's really anyone else there I think if you're taking Crick as a backup I think that's not right I think I like Feliz more um I think his name is Feliz. Um, Pedro Feliz? No. Felipe, uh, what was it? What's the old Raiders? No, not, not, um, I can't think of his name. Not that guy. Um, <laughs> Felipe Rivera? Or? No. No, uh, uh, man, I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, you're, no, you're thinking of Neftali Feliz. Yeah, Neftali Feliz, yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, no, he's... <laughs> He's a little bit old. Oh no, Mike Michael Michael Feliz is who I'm, who I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. I I think Michael Feliz is the backup, so I'm going to be looking to get him um, sometime way way later. You, you okay. can probably, you can yeah. probably get him for free as the backup to um, um, what's his name R Richie Rodriguez. I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm, I'm not really looking at any other guys in the bullpen. I think um, I think um, Feliz. I, I, he was a guy I was getting a lot of last year, but he ended up getting injured and basically was useless but he had an amazing second half of 2019 like he was just killing it and then uh but then he was like obviously garbage in 2020 because he was injured but we'll see um guys um guy i'm down on in the pirates is josh bell he could get traded he could get traded to a really bad spot like right now obviously he's gonna hit clean up for the pirates or or around there prime lineup position if he goes somewhere else who the hell knows Andy wasn't good uh, last year Andy wasn't good at the second half of 2019 a lot of red flags. He's still going before pick 200. No thank you. Guy I'm up on is actually a guy that I will die on the hill for is Will Craig. Um, he actually got released by the Pirates. No one picked him up. And I think he's back in the minors. But if they trade Josh Bell, I don't know. Like, I guess Colin Moran's going to Colin Moran's gonna be the first baseman. But Will Craig, like, high pedigree. He, he could hit for some power. Like, like if you can just find some playing time there, maybe somewhere. Um, again, we're talking DC is really late. I've taken a shot on him once or twice, even though he's um, been really yeah. He's, he's your typical big power, high strikeouts. 
mediocre average. Yeah, he, but he sort of uh, had gone back and forth. Like he had a big power year, and then he sold he sold out for average. One, he was had a big average year, then he sold out for power the next year. So I don't really know what he what he is. I think he was a first round pick though. So I don't know. Basically, just like calculated, very calculated risk. Pick mm-hmm. for, round forty nine, round fifty guy that. Um, like I think he, he could be trending up if like if Josh Bell gets traded like he really maybe gets into that depth chart behind like he could fill in for Brian Hayes or Moran as that backup um, corner spot either he plays both positions um, who'd be their DH there like who was their DH last year if I'm assuming there assuming there is a DH in the NL um, don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I think, did Moran DH mostly? Maybe, yeah, maybe Moran, yeah, no, he must have DH, and maybe that spot, like if Josh Bell does, um, get traded, maybe that, maybe there is a spot open for, um, for what's his face, Will Craig. Milwaukee, you're, let's get to your team here. I'm going to say up, Devin Williams, down, Josh Hader, um, just for how, where they're getting drafted. If, um, if they do move Hader... I'm saying that just for just for their draft price, I could see Williams moving up and Hader moving down closer to, I guess, the rest of the coaches that are going off the board first. Like Hader's skill set's not improving. Like he was ridiculous for a couple of years, but now he's not quite quite what he was, even though he's still amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's my boring up down for Milwaukee, and I'm saying for their for down for their hitters is Kane. 35 years old, didn't play last year. He's going to not be, he's going to, like, come, come, come to next year, how many months is he going to have off, like, essentially, besides, besides, like, the couple of bats that he had? Like, he's basically a 35-year-old that hasn't played for, like, two and a half years or whatever, right? Yeah, um, I was down on Kane uh, coming into this past season as well. I don't, I don't understand why he was going where he was. A lot of a lot of smart players were all over him. I drafted with like I don't know. I, I don't uh, get it. <laughs> Todd Zola, Todd Zola was all over Kane, I believe. And you know, I could, I don't want to say for sure, but I think maybe maybe it was the year before. Maybe it was this. I think it was this year though, like early early in draft season before like the COVID hit. He was on Kane a lot, and yeah, no, it, I think it was. I think it was. Um, yeah, I, I think people are like, oh, high average and stolen bases, stolen bases, but. I'm, I mean, I'm completely out. I don't know where he's going this year, but I'm completely out on him. Guy, and I'll just throw a guy that's whatever. Uh, this is just random. I say that Francisco Mejia gets dropped by the, gets completely cut by the Padres, and Brewers pick him up, and he's amazing for them. Yeah, I mean, that, that could definitely happen. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely a possibility. So I don't want to, I don't want to go on you. You two, it's your Brewers. What do you think? Any, any, um, what are your, what are your thoughts on your Brewers? Well, going back to Kane, I mean, I, I yeah, I, don't, I, I literally don't get it. He was 18 for 26, stolen base in 2019, he had 260. Uh, his career high in home runs is 16, and he had 11 in 2019. I, I don't, I, I was dumbfounded by how many people were all about him in coming into the season. This is before COVID. It didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, what, what, what are you thinking you're going to get out of him? And he's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I did take him once. but His biggest his biggest asset was always speed, right? I mean, because yep. obviously he doesn't have much power and RBIs are low because he was hitting leadoff. So, like, what did you think you were going to get out of a good average and how many stolen bases? Like, exactly. He stole 30 in 2018, and that was a career high. Yeah, he sort of had a weird career path. Yeah, and only 18 in 2019. Like I said, 18 out of 26. Like, not, not a great percentage. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, was kind of odd. Like, he was he was a good OBP guy for most of his career because he's pretty good at drawing walks and low, low K guy. But, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 was, I didn't get it, and I doubt it. Doubt it. get it for uh, this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Um. So any, anyone that you think they're going to pick up? Any trades you think that can happen? Any insight you have from Milwaukee or from Wisconsin? Uh, I mean, what would, what would I like them to do? Sure, it doesn't matter. Have some fun. Well, I've always wanted them to sign an ace. I mean, the best pitcher in my entire life has been Ben Sheets. 
I love so, Ben. I love Ben Sheets back in the day. Yeah. What, yeah, about, what about Ben McDonald? Was he on the team or no? No, that was Baltimore. But did he get retreated? I don't know why I'm thinking that. I don't think so. I think I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But Ben Sheets probably the best pitcher that I've ever uh, had as a Brewers fan in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which isn't saying much because he had what, like two or three good years. Ethan Small could, get, could could come up this year. I heard. I heard he's very good. I think they're high on him. Yeah, we'll see. The Brewer, nobody develops pitchers worse than the Brewers. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's been tough, but they've they've hit on a couple of good ones this year, or in the recent years. Yeah, I love, I love, but this, like, this is the whole the whole thing. So, like, their hitting is just a disaster, right? So they need to win with pitching, right? Well, Woodruff is great, Burns is great, but. Are they better than other teams one two now? Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Pretty good so one two. So let's get the clear advantage with the rotation by signing a baller that moves Woodard to a number two, Burns to a number three in the playoff series. Then you got Willie, you got Hayter. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you win games right there. Yeah, and I think having having Burns stuff. in that playoff series would have been a game changer. But just having him hurt in the playoffs is hurt. It was just so bad. Yeah, I mean, with the offense the way it is, they're going to need to win playoff games. Well, their offense was just so bad last year. I don't know what was with it. It was just, I think it was, they're, well, they're not going to be that bad again. A guy they that lost I, a whole bunch of players. But, I mean, they I, lost Kane. They lost uh, Grandel. They lost Moustakis. Like, how are you, how are you going to compete when you lose 30 in the lineup, right? Yeah. I, 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 sucks. Urias I, I could see Garcia bouncing back. Like, who? I think Avasale. I think where he's going, where he's getting drafted. I think. Oh, yeah, maybe, I, I think there's some equity to have to be had where he's getting drafted. Nobody fears him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's literally Yelich who had a down here. Whatever. He'll be back. I'm not yeah. worried about him. Yeah. But who's around him? Here is here is not proven. We, we all think we all know what he could be. Yeah. K race through the roof. Like, I don't know how are you supposed to be an elite major league bat when you're you're striking out thirty percent? Do you think he's getting drafted too early, Hero, this year? I don't know. But right. No, probably not. He's probably going where he should now. Yeah. He was going too early last year. That's for sure. Well, in hindsight, yeah. I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, their catching situation sucks. Their first base. They have the worst first baseman in the entire major leagues. Get Schwarber. Put, put him at first. Well, yeah. Schwarber would be a gigantic advantage. He'd immediately become our second best hitter. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. But, yeah, maybe. All right. Yeah. Um, West. Dodgers. I'm saying Jansen's got a – Jansen's training. Just for, just for like, your acquisition cost, how you're, how you're buying them. Jansen down, Gratterall up. Gratterall you can get really late. I think he's um, – Sort of, uh, he's got the he's got the intensity, and then uh, on the hitting side, I say um, up uh, Kyber Ruiz. I think they move him. Um, I think he gets traded. I think Will Smith is the guy because their guy. There's no point in having Will Smith and Kyber Ruiz. Ruiz is ready to play in the major leagues. I think they move him somewhere. Who knows where? Maybe Milwaukee. Um, and then another another four letter uh, uh, last name with an R is my down guy is um, Edwin Rios. I know everyone loves him right now, and he's got huge power, but. I think the Dodgers are the Dodgers, and they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find someone to trade or buy or buy this offseason that's gonna fill that spot. I don't think they're gonna I don't think he's gonna have a starting role. Oh well, yeah, or a platoon and everything. They might he might be a platoon. And I, I don't I think if you're drafting Rios as a starter, I think it's a little risky in my in my assessment. I think like getting him after your pick after your 23rd pick where you're not starting you're not filling out your starting roster anymore. Okay, but um. Uh, before that, I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'd love to see if the Dodgers give Ruiz a, a shot. I mean, Kyber Ruiz. See what he can do. Or, I'm sorry, Edwin Rios. Rios, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like, to, I'd love to see that too. I don't, I, I have some shares of him, and um, I think he, I think he, I, he's an exciting player to watch. I, I've, I've got him with a bunch of, in a bunch of like best balls and stuff so far that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Padres, I think up is Rosenthal. I think they traded for him last year, and I think they want to bring him back. I don't know about Yates. I don't know about Pomeranz. Like, um, I think Rosenthal comes back to them. So I think he's a guy that 
should be good. I think you're getting a slight discount on them right now. On the hitting side, um, like I said, I'm just saying, let's say Segura goes there. I don't know where, I think Segura does get traded. I don't know where he'd go. Looking at the possible options, you never think he'd go to a place that's almost full, but Cronenworth could fall down if he, if he does go there. Um, and then a guy up, I'll say Brian O'Grady. He's like a sort of no, out of nowhere guy that got picked up from the Rays. But I'm saying that that outfield used to be super crowded. I remember that when like Renfro and Margot and Jamkowski were all fighting for playing time. Um, but now it's like empty. So if and when, well, not if, but when Fam gets injured and is out for the season, um, O'Grady could be a guy that's basically free to get slaughtered in there. Yeah, in 2019 in AAA, he had 28 home runs and 20 steals. So, mm-hmm. fantasy-wise, that would be... It's a, nice nice. Risk. it's a nice risk to take, and actually, I don't think I've got enough of them, so maybe I might want to cut this out of the podcast. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> um, De- definitely worth rolling the dice there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's roll through this. Um, Rockies, I'm saying up, um, Robert Stevenson, down, Bard. Um Bard's a good story, but Stevenson, I was up, I was in on him last year on the Reds. I thought he had great stuff. He had, he had, he had great, he had great stats um, in 2019. Terrible stats in 2020 for whatever reason, small sample size, but they brought him there for a reason. Um, I think he could, um, he could do well there. I think he's going late enough to do well, yeah. do well for you. And then uh, on the hitting side, um, I'm saying down on Arenado in case he's traded. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm being too paranoid about these trades when I'm up and down on players, but I'm saying these are these are just like small percentage plays that, that these things could happen. And then a guy that I'm seeing up is um, let's say Wilson Ramos goes and signs in Colorado. They don't have a catcher. There's a lot of catchers out there. Like like I don't know the the Rockies should sign a catcher. There's a lot. There's enough of them out there. There's Castro. There's Castro. There's there's Wilson Ramos. There's Zanino. Any of those guys that go there get a huge get a huge bump. Yeah, I think Ramos would be a great time in there, or at least for fantasy purposes. For sure. <laughs> and Giants. Uh, I'm up on Matt Whistler. Um, I was in the draft that we did at first. I was getting. I took him in both of them, I think, and he went like round fifty. Um, and then obviously down on the rod on Rogers, Taylor Rogers. Um, I think that's a thing. Tyler Rogers. Tyler Tyler Rogers. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for that, that's, uh, I just prefer where they're going um, in terms of how much it's going to cost uh, cost to acquire them. And then up, um, down on belt, up on Slater. I, I noticed Slater can play some first base. I know he's fast and he can steal, but like I could see them maybe moving belt or moving off of him a little bit. Um, maybe they're just they're just done with it. And I can see Slater was good. And their outfield was Yaz, and they got Solano. And um, Yaz, Solano, and um, who else? Oh, Dickerson, right? So, um, Wilmer Flores, Flores, was it Flores or Solano in center? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about first base. Oh, first base or, or okay, Flores. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm down on belt, even though he did have a good season. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't know, I think Slater is like uh, Slater still is going, he's still getting, he's still going pretty early, I find. Like, I don't know. Um, that's, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough situation to, to gauge in San Francisco. Maybe it's just one to avoid altogether. Yeah. I mean, one guy that I'm high on with San Francisco is Wilmer Flores, though. Yeah. He's eligible at first and second, I believe, on MPC. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah and I, doesn't, he, he, doesn't he seem like he's like almost 40 years old? I mean, he was the one that was involved in the Carlos Gomez trade talks for the Brewers. Oh, no. I don't even know he's that. He's like forever ago. Huh. I mean, yeah. he's only 29. I don't, I, I don't have any share. I know, I know he was good last year. Yeah. And he was like, he was off to like, he was carrying teams to like the beginning of last year. He was a good. He's hall. always been, he's always been a nice little, nice little piece. He doesn't strike out much. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's not gonna blow you away. He's not gonna come on hit forty home runs or anything. But yeah, if you if you wait on first and second or you need a you know middle infield, corner infield, late, it's perfect. He's a perfect fit. All right, that's last last team. Sorry, sorry we went long. We just I just figured we'd plow through this. But um, no, that's right. Um, closers. I'm saying Crichton's Crichton's still going like early enough because he's sort of like he's like it's just it's sad how the closer situation is because a guy that's like sort of like meh 
is going one of the is like going like in the top half of closers just because like there's no one else there, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'll say that like I'll say down on him because like I feel like throughout sometime they're at some point they're gonna find someone to do something there. Um, I'll go Sean Doolittle slides in. Maybe Sean Doolittle slides in in Arizona. And, like I'm just throwing things out there, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm like gonna. I'm not trying to say I'm predicting this or anything, but. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just throw that name out there, and then player up I'll say Jonathan Scope, maybe signs. I know he might go back to Detroit, but I'll say he signs in in Arizona. I don't I wouldn't rule out Arizona signing some names to be competitive now because they could be a top eight team if they have eight teams in the playoffs. They've been known to add players and fail before, and um, play them down on. Sorry for people that are hyping this guy, but Dalton Varsha, down on him because. There's a lot of ways that he could find himself out of a job. If he's not the catcher, people are going to think he's going to be the center fielder. Um, Josh Rojas is really is a really good power speed guy. Um, potentially, they can move to second base or center field, or they can move Kettle Marte back to center field. They have Patton Smith and um, Christian Walker and Seth Beer to be potential corner corner infield slash DH roles moving. Um, moving a D, moving the DH spot, um, taking away that DH spot from someone else, and moving someone else into that outfield, um, or they can make an acquisition in the outfield that just m- makes Varsho like he hit under 200 last year. Like I know he's got, I know he was a top prospect coming up in the minors as a catcher, but I think like I know he slotted in to be center field, but if he doesn't do well, then like. If he's like, I know he's not an, he's not an elite defender in center field, but if he doesn't perform, then I don't know. Like, is he gonna like? I think there's just a high risk that he's like a nothing. Yeah, definitely possible because Carson yeah. Kelly's still there a catcher. Carson Maybe. Kelly's like he's not. He's, I think the path for him is not like. I think this is like your one time shot. Like he's not gonna have catcher eligibility next year. So everyone's thinking, okay, like this is sort of like a cheat code where he's not a catcher. And he could get like 500, 600 plate appearances, which would be amazing in center field. And I could be completely wrong on this. Like, I, I admit, I've taken a shot, I've taken a share of our show just because I didn't want to be shut out from him. Because in case, in, in these DCs, just in case he blows up. Because, like, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a league winning pick. But in reality, there's a lot of paths for him to be fucking out of luck. Right. Yeah. No, sure. a, they have a lot of players there that can they could give him bad luck. I mean, I mean, if he gets 500 ABs and he's catcher eligible, he can get you 20 stolen bases. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's and, he, and like he could even he, and he could be awarded that job going into the season, but there's still the risk that he loses that job at some point. Um, right. Just like 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 I'm saying, like um, Seth Beer and Josh Rojas, both good players in the minor leagues, and I'm probably missing other players. If those, if either one of those guys come comes into the picture, and I and um, I think um, I heard on a podcast, James Anderson was talking about Seth Beer, and he's saying that he should be up. Like, there's nothing blocking him. And I don't know what he really meant by nothing blocking him, but um, basically, he's saying that he he was indicating he had a lot of confidence in Seth Beer being playing this year. So if he's playing, then one of the one of those. One of those whack-a-moles has to come out of the lineup. So I don't know. Yeah, and Josh Rollis is Josh Rollis had a great great track record too. So I'm playing devil's advocate here. Like I'm like I said, I still draft I still drafted Dalton Varsho in one of the leagues like before pick 200, just because I wanted a share of him. And I'm playing enough mm-hmm. I'm playing in enough leagues where I want to have that sort of I want to have some exposure to him just because, you know you know what I mean right? Um, yeah. But um, I can see a lot of risk there. Yeah, he's, definitely, he's not a full fade if you're in multiple leagues. But if you're in one or two leagues, then it's probably like, well, it's probably not a great guy you roll the dice on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that was, that was it. We went through the teams. I know it was a, I know it was a while, but um, like you said, what else are you going to do on a Friday night with COVID? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. That was fun to talk baseball again. I mean, I'll, I'll start getting into some more drafts here. And You've already been in touch. You've probably, you've probably been in more drafts than most people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because as degenerates, we 
Yeah, I mean, multiple drafts right after the season. And yeah, you, you can't say no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say no to a draft. You're just, we're just draft sluts. <laughs> <laughs> can't win a league if you're not in, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you lose 100% of the leagues, you're not in. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I'll let you go. I know I've, took you, I've taken up a lot of your time. Thanks for talking baseball. Thanks for talking basketball. Again, John Fish, Fish at Fish2483. Twitter. Get him three thousand. Get him to three thousand, Mister Three Thousand. Yeah, All right, Bernie Mac. Let's see. Let's see. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Later. See ya.